This is On the Block with Brent Adams. Yeah, baby, welcome back. You're on the block. ESPN Radio, twitch.tv slash QSportsTalk. Presented by our friends at Burdick BMW. Thanks to Chris Carlson for joining us on the Burdick Toyota guest line. All of our guests, if you miss them, too bad, slacker. What you got to do, you got to get here live. There's no sort of recorded device that we can put that interview on that you can listen to on demand on your time. Nope, doesn't exist. What's that? It doesn't exist? Oh, yeah, ESPNSyracuse.com. In the audio vault, we put select interviews on our iTunes feed as well. Please subscribe to that. iTunes, ESPN Syracuse, subscribe, unsubscribe, resubscribe, rate, review, the whole thing. The We Get It podcast with Paulie and I. We did one today. I tied him down. I made him talk for 20 minutes. It was a beautiful thing. We talked. Uh, the, the cool thing about the We Get It podcast is we, we, we do veer off the sports page. We always make sure to talk some sports, but... We got to talk coronavirus. Now, I think the way we discussed it, I think you'll enjoy. It's not like more hype and hysteria and you're all going to die. Although I just saw they canceled uh, South by Southwest. Is that what that thing's called? Right. I'm trying to sound hip here and it's it's just not working. Right. J-Rock, is that what they call that thing? The big thing in Austin every year? I'm, I'm somewhat familiar with it. They canceled it over fears of the coronavirus. I mean. The way Paulie and I talked about it, I think you'll enjoy it as much as you can enjoy conversation about a pandemic about that. I don't even think it's a pandemic yet. Uh, we talked Bernie versus Biden, Syracuse hoops and their ACC tournament future. This week in history, the $5 bet, all the usual hijinks, and Tom Fulry of the We Get a Podcast. iTunes, ESPN Syracuse, subscribe. I got that right, South by Southwest. Okay, thank you. Uncle Brent trying to sound hip here. Now, basketball is on our minds with Syracuse trying to shore up its seed. If they win, they're a five seed. That means they will not play the 930 game. So that's why I'm rooting hard for Syracuse this weekend because Uncle Brent doesn't want to stay up till 2 in the morning, potentially two nights in a row, maybe even more, if they go deep in the tournament playing all these late games in the ACC tournament. It'll be a fun story to follow if they go deep and they're really going to do this. They're going to play for the automatic bid for the NCAA tournament after the season they had. I'm rooting for that. I'm rooting for interesting, and I'm rooting for a good story, but staying up till 3 in the morning every night to do it, not a fan. Not a fan. Rather have a day or two of decent sleep, but that's how it goes. As John Rothstein would say, this is March. But do you know what else is in the air this weekend besides two lacrosse games that you should follow? We heard from Coach Desco earlier. Uncle Brent wrote a column about the women's lacrosse team today that I hope you can check out. Spring football is in the air. Oh, yeah, it's happening. Sunday is their first practice, so we'll be covering that. You'll be hearing the voices. We'll have Coach Babers and all the usual stuff that we do with spring football. Thanks, Brent. You're welcome, Coach. You deserve it. So what are the big questions? Because it has been, let's say, a... How, let me let me say that right there. How would you phrase this offseason for Syracuse football? I don't think tumultuous would be too strong of a word. A little rocky. Interesting is, is a word that pops to mind when you had the Zach Arnett's, your defensive coordinator, for about five minutes, and then he's not. Then you got to go replace him. Would they keep the 3-3-5 defense in place? They did that. They get Tony White. So that's the biggest thing. 
you are putting in an entirely new defense. You are changing your philosophy top to bottom. And do you have the personnel that can make that adjustment at a rate that will be effective from game one? The 3-3-5 is an aggressive defense. It allows you to move people around. It's designed to make life hell on the opposing quarterback. The word that comes to mind is chaos. I applaud this move. I think that, you know, a lot of people were pointing at Brian White as the issue with the defense, and it's never one guy or one thing, but you start to look at philosophy. You start to look at, well, are you playing the right kind of defense in the ACC? So credit to Dino for looking at that, saying the answer to that was no. It became obvious when he fired Brian White, which was not an easy thing for him to do. They had coached together for a while. They're obviously friends. They're close. But you got to take a step back, look at it, and say, are we doing the right thing overall here? And we just need a new person to run it. Well, the answer to that was no. They needed to hit the reset button. So the first real steps into installing that 3-3-5 go in. And from what I understand, and Stephen Bailey has talked about this and written about this, and it's it's an interesting point. No matter what defense you're installing, it's going to take a while. But that's a, the 3-3-5 incorporates a lot of different defenses into one. It's a difficult thing for one person to install. But that's what is basically on the plate of Tony White. And a lot of patience required. A lot of these players... Didn't think they'd be playing this defense, and now they are. You know, Alton Robinson has moved on, and Kendall Coleman has moved on. Who steps up into their place? I mean, it's just the revolving hamster wheel every year of who's going to fill in at linebacker. The secondary brings back a number of names that you know. They just kind of have to find the next guys to step up, namely Andre Sisco, who is in the short conversation as the best player at his position in the country. Trill Williams, remember, saved the day. Syracuse did not have a signature moment of the 2019 season until the last play of the 2019 season, the 94-yard touchdown going the other way. Can he step up at that position? Look, Tommy DeVito, to go to the offensive side of the ball, while there's been an offseason, there's prep that they're always doing, the things we don't see occasionally maybe like an Instagram post or something, but he's got a new offensive coordinator. He's got a new offensive philosophy to learn. He's got somebody that's noted for working with his quarterbacks, who's in lockstep with the Dino Babers offensive philosophy. See, on defense, they hit the reset button. On offense, they're running the same thing. They replaced somebody who was familiar with it, with somebody who is in the same boat. With a, a tweak here and a tweak there and a little something different. But Sterling Gilbert knows this offense, wants to still run this offense with his own style, with his own kind of cachet to it. Stepping up to the ACC, stepping up to Syracuse at this level. And somebody that's worked with Dino before. And I think that's smart. You're not hitting the reset button on everything in one offseason. Can't do that. Look, DeVito... We saw what happened last year. He got beat up. He got sacked more than any quarterback in the country. The offensive line, while they return a lot of names, which would make you say, why would I be excited about returning a lot of players from what was the worst offensive line in college football last year? Well, they got nowhere to go but up, and they've got experience. And they did start to come together at the end of the season. When they moved Bergeron to right tackle, and they had to do that because somebody quit the team, if you'll recall, but... 
moving Carlos Vettorello to center, moving Aaron Service to where he should have been at left tackle, putting Matthew Bergeron at right tackle, that worked. You look at the last few games, something started to click there. The running game is solid, yet Moneal moves on, but they're deep at that position. But it's all about how does DeVito, and it's hard to do this in spring ball because he's not going against live defenses that aren't on his own team, but I'm more concerned about him mentally. How does he shake off last year? Remember we discussed this, how he had the Instagram post and he kind of put out how this is going to be you know, beware the quiet man. Already putting out there that whoever it is, we the media, the fans, the the supposed we outside of the four walls of Syracuse football is going to doubt this team. And that, you know, you couldn't get more hype last offseason. You come off a 10-win season, the new uniforms, the season ticket sales through the roof, Syracuse football's back, the bull win, we talk more Syracuse football in the offseason than I can ever remember last year. And Tommy referenced that in that Instagram post. I wrote a column about it. You may remember when he did this back in January. Like, that's not what this offseason's going to be. I don't know if they're going to do their hard knocks-like show again because you still have to promote yourself. You still have to show your fans what you're doing. You still have to sell tickets. You still have to sell the program. You still have to say, like, hey, now it sets up a redemption story. Last year, you had to maintain the wave of success they were on, and they didn't. That starts here in spring ball. That starts in what we don't see. It's the same routine. The media gets to watch 10 minutes, and then you're out. And we get little snips here, and little snips there, a little video here, a little video there. As it stands here on March 6th, we don't even know where the spring game's going to be. Or if there's even going to be a spring game, there's going to be a spring event of some sort on April, I want to get my date right here while we're yakking about it here. Just give me a second. To, yeah, 18th. April 18th is the spring showcase, and we don't even know where that's going to be because obviously Carrier Dome's not available. So we're going to get bits and pieces here and there, and the players are going to try and tell us as little as possible, and Dino is going to tell us as little as possible. Thanks, Brent. No, 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 you don't get a, a, a you're welcome for that, Coach. And it was set by Tommy. The tone was set. Beware the quiet man. We're working behind the scenes. We were embarrassed last year. And we're looking for a little redemption. With new offensive coordinator, new defensive coordinator, new defense. There's a lot to install. There's a lot to do. So it is a good thing that Syracuse goes at the rapid pace that they do in these practices because you need every single rep you can get. You start on the road for a couple games, and then all goes well with construction, and there's no reason to doubt that at this point. You open with Colgate in the brand-new Carrier Dome in what is year five. Year five under Dino Babers. That's incredible to think about, that we're five years into this thing. We saw how much that 10-win season, that build-up to that season can carry you. Now, there were... Upset wins in 2016, 2017, the Clemson one being, of course, the the gold standard. The 28th season was just lightning in a bottle. Last year, a sober reminder of how quickly you can fall, how quickly close wins become close losses, how quickly an offensive line can fall apart, how quickly you've got to fire coaches and change philosophies and shift on the fly during a season. 
One thing that did not occur, by the way, and you know, you can look at recruiting and who's coming in in the fall, and if if they're going to help you out. Dylan Markowitz was recruited to come in. Remember the kid from Texas, six five, quarterback Jacobian Morgan, six four kid from Ohio. They don't come into the fall though. Or boys, correct me if I'm wrong. Are any of them in early? I don't think so, but somebody can correct me if I'm wrong on that. Either way, Syracuse was looking in the transfer market at quarterback. I wanted to see that quarterback room shored up. I wanted to see some true competition given to Tommy DeVito. They didn't check that box. They didn't check that box. So it's all on him. And I think we know he got beat up last year. I think we know we have an, that he has an arm. And I think I don't know anything else. He did not grab that job by the reins. Certainly wasn't all his fault with that offensive line. But he's still got a lot to prove with a new coordinator, with essentially a new philosophy on offense, though kind of the same with what they were doing. So, yeah, there's a little football in the air. Keep that in mind. We'll keep you updated. We'll do what we do. But they're going to try and hide as much as possible because that's what football coaches do. But uh, we'll do our best to keep you informed on the happenings at spring football, which will be entering the conversation. It's a great time of year, man. Football comes back on the radar screen. Free agency, the draft, the NBA and NHL playoffs will be starting soon. The Masters will be here before you know it. It's a great time of year to be in sports. Let's break on that note. We will come back. Seth and J-Rock will get to drink some booze. Uncle Brent can't because he gave it up for Lent, but... I will live vicariously through them. Our friends at Jack Daniels are going to have a little tasting next, and then we'll go on the blind side. Stay right there. On Twitch, Q Sports Talk and ESPN Radio 97.7 at 100.1. This is On the Block with Brent Axe. Welcome back. You're on the block, ESPN Radio, twitch.tv slash Q Sports Talk. You know, it's Friday. You're on the way home right now. You're looking for something different. You want to enjoy, relax, have a terrific beverage. Well, I have just the thing. Jack Daniels, Tennessee Apple, the newest arrival to the Jack Daniels family. It's highly versatile, deliciously smooth, refreshing, and seasonable. Jack Apple combines our proprietary crisp green apple liqueur with the unique and unmistakable character of Jack Daniels. It's an apple-flavored whiskey that only Jack Daniels can deliver. Easily enjoyed at home in a refreshing cocktail as a chilled shot, shared amongst friends, or sipped slowly on the rocks. Now, Uncle Brent cannot partake in this take in this tasting because dun, 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 I gave up booze for Lent. You so, have the prices hit, hit, right hit the, womp the on there. I just, hit, I just did it, but yeah, but poorly. So we're not going to get to the point where the guy is drunk, but (laughs) I am going to pass on the, I'm going to play bartender here and I'm going to pass on the bartender samplings to, to, uh, is is that a little bit more, a little less? I guess a little more, a little more than that. Okay. (laughs) That's That's an absurdly small amount. There you go. Perfect. Good. 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 Thank you. One for you. Bartender Brent. One for you. you. So Seth and J-Rock are going to... Now make sure you give it a little Uh, lift. It smells apple Oh, actually, that smells exceptional. smells terrific. All right, boys. Down the hatch. What do we think here? Ready, set, go. Jack Daniels, apple. 
little tasting pretty, going on here in pretty studio. Pretty good. That is what are we smooth. thinking? That's pretty like, good. That's like really smooth. So you can have some some apple liquors. Like I'm a big fan of Jack Daniel's honey. When I love all of our sponsors, trust me. But when Allison, our sales director extraordinaire, came to me and said that, "Hey, you have a new sponsor, Jack Daniel's," I said, "Can you can, can, you, can you just stop right there? And can I just give me tell some. you how much I appreciate this moment <laughs> in life? See, to me, Jack is." That's my Friday treat. Friday night, I come home after not like a long week. I mean, I work hard like anybody else. I enjoy what I do. I love what I do. But that's like my treat. That's what I look forward to on a Friday night. Unwind, exactly. On the rocks. Relax a little bit. Because you got to sip, Jack. You got to enjoy it, right? You guys just took a shot. No, I sipped. Oh, that's right. Sat sipping. He's enjoying. I, I, I will say this. Like, I... I said this a little bit off the air, but I drink most of my uh, alcohol in the form of hard liquor. I don't go. drink a lot of beer. Um, and so I do most of my alcohol through shots. And I don't like where people say they're like, you know, shots, you're not appreciating the alcohol because you're just shoving it down your yeah. throat and you're using a chaser. To that, I counter, don't use a chaser and you still get yeah, you the still experience. Enjoy it. There you go. So I, I, I think shots are fine and they don't ruin the experience of the alcohol. I don't drink a whole to, lot of whiskey. Oh, I'll drink. I'll show. I'll do shots of whiskey, but I, but I, I'll, like this much whiskey would be like too much. We were whiskey. talking about it in our Twitch chat too. I mean, to each his own, and of course, please drink responsibly, no matter what. But like during the week, I usually will just have like a beer or two. Jack Daniels is something you, you look forward to. It's a treat. Like treat yourself. You got to sip it when it gets a little warmer. You go out on the deck. You have a little cigar action with it. Maybe whatever it is, whatever you do, whatever yeah, floats yeah. your boat. Ice but, that ice on that. That'd be perfect. And see, like there's all kinds of wacky flavors and in, in beer and liquor now. If Jack Daniels is getting into it, you know that they they do it right. Because I actually my favorite's the Jack Honey. Jack Daniels Honey is I'm going to do a bad rhyme here. It uh. is money. Oh, right. Oof. I'll, I'll do the thing again. I'm sorry. I, I, did it, I did it again. But I was glad to hear that they've gone into the Apple realm here. So I can only smell it. I can only live vicariously through you guys right now. But I can't wait to enjoy this uh, on Easter Sunday when I can Easter drink again because I gave it up for Lent. I do find the concept of Lent extremely fascinating. There you as, go, I, boys. As, as my brother told me when I texted him a picture of this bottle and explained what happened, what's happening, and Josh would agree with this, thankfully we're Jewish. Yeah, exactly, exactly. The concept of Lent, super fascinating. There you go. All right, thank you, boys. I will uh, I will take your word for it on the Jack Daniels apple until Uncle Brent gets to have a little bit of that coming up about a month from now. I look forward to that right now. Let's go on the blind side. It's time for the blind side. And that is presented by our friends at Burdick Toyota, where there are great lease deals... Right now. On the fuel-efficient Corolla. There are great lace deals. Right now. On the sheer power and towing capacity of the Toyota Tundra. There are great lease deals. Now. On any Toyota you're looking for. Burdick Toyota, Drivers Village, and Cicero. J-Rock, you might as well stick around. You're here. We'll make it a three-man weave today on the blind side. You may, fire, you may fire him right away. But wait a minute. Do you know the questions? Yes, he does. So he's got Stick around anyway. I don't know him. So you guys can just... <laughs> Why not? It's Friday. Yes. We're having fun. Uh, rank these NFL announcer teams, Brent, to go off of yesterday. Rank these NFL announcer teams. Joe Buck and Troy Aikman, Jim Nance and Tony Romo, Mike Tirico and Chris Collinsworth, or Al Michaels and Peyton Manning. Okay, one would be... Now, 
I was going to say Michaels and Collinsworth. Not an option. No. Not an option. My I can't say Mike's and Peyton Manning yet because you don't know. Because I don't know. Exactly. So from that list, I'm going to go Tarico. Tarico and Collinsworth. Number one. Really? really? Yes. Absolutely. I'm going to go Buck uh, and Aikman two. And I'm going to go Nance and Romo three. Oh my God. Now, wow. There's a reason they're number three on the list, and it ain't Tony Romo. You don't like Nance? Not a big Nance guy. I like Nance more now than I did four years ago before he got Romo. Jim Nance has the best job in sports. Oh, my goodness, Especially yes. the years he does the Super Bowl, the Masters, and, like and next year. the NCAA championship. Next year he's going to do Yeah, that. His, his trifecta is the best. But, oh, God, I just I can't listen to the World Series anymore. Like, I can watch it, but I can't listen to it anymore. What what will your rankings be in that case? I would have Nance and Romo number one, Tariko yep. and Collinsworth two, yep. Buck and Aikman three, and because yep. we don't know, Michaels and M- Manning last. Yeah. In fact, I, I would put Michaels and Manning ahead of them because I'm so sure that Buck and Aikman is terrible. You two are the SU grads in the room, and yep. you did not put Tariko number one. How dare you? How dare I, you? I mean, that's just... I, I, uh, I don't think Collinsworth is as good now as he was a couple years ago. Okay. I think Collinsworth is good. Like I need to see. A, I like Tariko as much as the next guy. I just met him a couple I, weeks ago. If but, it was Tariko yeah. and Chris Sims. Ooh. Look, I think intre- interesting, Michaels interesting. and Manning quickly would become one of the they top. They would be great. I yeah. just, we just don't know. I just got to know. Yeah. Would you buy a baby Yoda waffle maker? Um. Yes. Yeah, that's exactly what I said he would say. Obviously. I just so happen to need a new waffle maker. Literally, if you put the word baby Yoda in front of a product, the answer is yes. It would look it. like it would look like this. Is this a, is this available now? It would look like this. Yes, apparently. Is this a thing in the world that I can Amazon. buy? Here you go. You're showing me the picture on your computer here. Is that real? Exclusively Don't mess at GameStop. With me, is this a real thing? Look, I can buy? you can it's order it on GameStop now. You can Pre-order. get waffle makers at GameStop. GameStop? Pre-order. It's available September fifth. GameStop's hurting these days if they're selling waffle Oh, they've been makers. hurting for a while. Look how cool that waffle pattern is. Now, it's a single waffle maker. Can you get a four waffle maker version? No. What, is what there do you an mean option for wa- this? Oh, you're talking... Four uh, no. waffles just, in just, the maker. Just, just Google no, it. Or Amazon. It gets busy it's, on Saturday it's morning on in my house. It's on Amazon. I'm so sure. the answer is yes. If you're going to ask Uncle Brown a question that involves, will you buy Baby Yoda? Yes. Yes yeah, is the, yeah, answer yes, the, question. the answer to the question. Yes. I knew that. Should they put a roller coaster on top of the new dome? Of course they should. That's what that thing looks like up there, right? Yes. What should they call it? Now, would you guys ever go on one of those roller coasters like in Vegas or something that are on top of the buildings or like hang over the buildings? You ever seen these things? No. There are roller coasters on really tall buildings, including in Vegas. Oh, yeah. And they basically like just go. I'm in. You're you're basically a roller coaster in midair. Like several stories up in the oh, world. Yeah. There's no chance I'm getting on that thing. No 100% way. In. No so chance. you're in. Oh, you yeah. would do I'm it. In on that. You're a crazy person. There's not For enough sure. Jack Daniels apple in the world that you could give me or I could consume that I would go on one of those things. And they have like the clear yeah. bridges you can Perfect. walk on. No. Crazy. Oh, Chicago, God. that place where you can just stand at the yes. Sears Tower? Yeah. No. I was well, scared yeah. to step onto it. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's not the, the Sears the Tower anymore. Tower. I was scared yeah. to step onto it because I was just like you're doing like that thing break. where you look down and you're you like, hey, no. Go. I'm okay. Like on my deathbed. What have you done in life? And that's not on the list. I'm okay. I'm, I'm all right with that. 
Uh, who coaches the Syracuse linebackers on Sunday? I think you. Nice. Are you available? No, I'm not actually. They need a guy. I can't make it. Does sorry. Tony White just kind of do it by default because he's the boss? But he's got to coordinate everybody. Yeah, he's kind of busy. I got a guy. Dan Conley, I'm sure, is available. Yeah, probably. Call him up. Does he know the 335? I'm sure he does. He probably does not know the 335. I'm sure he does. His son graduated, so he may may or may not be volunteering at FM anymore. Let's go. Make it happen, Danny. Get out there. Uh, Last one. Why, Brent, do baseball reporters keep talking to Goose Gossage? (laughs) What old man curmudgeon, everything was better back in my day take does Goose Gossage have this time? I don't know. I didn't read it. I didn't want to give it the click. I'm not giving it the click. I don't Goose want to give Gossage it the click. Goose Gossage has the best. But it's like we know what Goose Gossage is going to say. He's going to say baseball sucks now. Exactly. So exactly. what's the point? Truly, one of the most astounding articles that 538 ever did was where they created the Goose Egg stat named after Gossage for his ability to hold people and not get the save. This is Goose's time, man. Goose comes out of the woodwork. He's it. at spring training. He's bringing the hot takes. Like, I don't want to rain on your parade, but... Let me guess. Baseball was better back in my day. By the way, did you see uh, OJ's uh, latest tweet? The coronavirus. Who's afraid? Dun, dun, dun. And all I've got to say. Uh, wait, 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 wait. Can I just, just wait, 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 wait? Can I just describe to people what I'm looking at right Please now? Please do. He's in outside of a detail. Costco. Yes. OJ's outside of a Costco. Yep. He's got a mask on. Mask He's on. got toilet paper, bottled yep. water, yep. all the essentials. Paper Doomsday, towel. Doomsday prepper status. Doomsday uh, prepper cups. status. Can I just say, I've heard that coronavirus, real killer. I think the coronavirus has Boo! killed more. Oh, come on! Uh, I think OJ's killed more people than the coronavirus in that state. Whoa! Hey, now. See, okay, see, I, that was I mean, better. the jokes just that start flowing. That was better than yours. That was like, uh, uh. just so easy. You yeah, no, that was too easy. That was at least the OJ's jack, got the a higher mortality have, rate. Than the jack. Ah! Hey, now. <laughs> the jack should have made you funnier. You're not one of those people that gets funnier when they, when they drink a little bit. Yep, That's Jones. the blind side. Presented by Burdick Toyota. All the bad OJ jokes are flowing. Stay right there.